podcast episode five we're really getting into this um after a little bit of a hiatus because we're two very busy high school and now all we're both college students now very excited (laughs) all of us (laughs) and that is a great segue into what we're going to talk about because we're going to talk about finding your people um finding those people that you just love playing with and finding music in college um, which can be a struggle um, taking a, when you're going from a place that you're really familiar with you, you, your roots are deep in the state and city that you're from you know exactly who you're going to go play with and who you're going to see and sometimes new people are welcomed into that setting but it can be hard when you're that new person um, so we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about um, the opportunities we've had in the pandemic and now in the U.S. at least, we're really lucky and fortunate that everyone has been getting the vaccine and that we have the opportunity to start playing with people in real life. We can talk about our recent little um, fun time in Chicago, and we're going to talk about um, um, things you can do online um, any time of the year and um, things that um, we have done and things opportunities that are still going to arise in summer camps and ways to continue learning so there's a lot to unpack there. Evelyn, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, we have a lot that we said we wanted to talk about, but I'm so excited. Um, I think we were going to start with, yeah, like you said, finding people to play with in college and finding time for music and finding ways to like keep that in your life while you're busy writing papers and going to class and everything that goes along with college. Um, So like Holly mentioned, um, I just graduated high school and I'm going to go to college this year. So I haven't experienced that yet, but um, that was like thinking about playing music in college was, and finding people that I would enjoy playing with was a big part of my decision about where I wanted to go because I was deciding between like a place for jazz guitar in New York and then a place in Illinois that's close to me for classical violin. And then uh, another school that was more like, I had more flexibility to design my program. And that's where I am going this fall because I realized how important it is to me um, to make that happen, to play with other people in college. I think both of us like have made that happen in school, but it's definitely difficult. So I'm really excited to find ways to do that in college. And I think the college I'm going to, which is Cornish College of the Arts, is going to be an easy place to do that. And they're flexible enough in their program where I can. So I'm really excited to do that. And Evelyn is already out here booking tours and like we're going to be playing gigs together next fall so like, 
it's going to be really exciting. And I'm glad that she has found a place that will really work for her. But um, yeah, so this episode, I think definitely, at, at least the beginning of it, what we're talking about right now is really geared towards like the younger musician who's, you know, about to start their life away from home or, you know, even close to home, it can still be hard when you're, you know, your friends are moving away. But um, I think that the, the most important thing um, when you're trying to find, you know, find people to play with and places to play at is to just be really open about like what you want and what you want to do because like um I used to be really scared to um I think I've talked about this in past episodes where I used to be really nervous because I'm going to school for a completely different instrument and a completely different genre and like it can be kind of scary to be like oh yeah I also really dedicate a lot of my life to this other thing um that's not what you're studying it can be viewed as like being non-dedicated but that's not true at all um but I used to like kind of keep it to myself and not tell anybody and you know it, I started to realize that it was okay when I would play in my room in my dorm room and I kind of didn't realize how thin the walls were but people on my room on my floor would be like oh who's that person fiddling on the fourth floor of the dorm like who is that and then <laughs> like they're like oh I think it's coming from room 417 but neither of those people play violin and they were like is it Jeannie and she's like no um that was my roommate who played viola and then um and then I was like oh yeah like that's me you know you know and then like people started to be like oh my god that's so cool like we should play a tune sometime like can you teach me a tune like that's so cool that you do this other thing you sound so good like oh my god and then I like I found out that like no one actually cares that much and they think that that is kind of cool and then over the past couple of months like this past year I finally got to play with someone who went to my school and like just because I was like eager to do that instead of hiding it and keeping it to myself like you just have to like kind of put yourself out there which can be kind of stressful in college especially I mean as music students it's a little bit different but if you're not a music student it can be kind of weird because you know if you're in an engineering program like maybe some people were in the band or the orchestra but like who was really dedicating that much time to music at that point like it can be a little bit scary. So I think it's just important to like put yourself out there and like let people know what you do because like it's not embarrassing at all. Like even if it's like an art form that like people aren't familiar with doesn't mean that it's weird or wrong or anything like that. So I definitely think that's one, that's my tip and trick and something that it's taken many years for me to um, get over that fear. Like it's just crazy to think that I really put it Put myself out there I let people know that I do both of these things when and like in high school I used to like go to these classical bass camps and then just like hide in a practice room the closest one to my dorm and like hide in there and just play because I needed to practice for like competitions but I was just like too scared to walk around the campus with my violin so I just think that's funny um but yeah it's definitely interesting and then like to find sessions like I think a lot of it comes from word of mouth and through like my students' families and like seeing online and people giving me advice on where to play. Like that's where I found out where the sessions are. Um, and you'll find a way to get to them. But yeah. What's your like biggest worry, like going to like school and like next year and like finding music there? Do you have any concerns? I, I mean, you're really outgoing and stuff. So like, <laughs> you're probably going to be totally fine. But like, do you have a concern about it? Um, 
the thing that I'm most concerned about, I would say, is just like finding people who actually play Irish music and actually love it as much as I do, because it's really weird and it's kind of rare. Like we've like we know the Irish community, like it's definitely there and it kind of feels big in a way. But when you think about it, it's like when I think about the big Irish community, I'm thinking about people in Ireland and Chicago and Minnesota and Atlanta and like over, you know, all these like in all these different places. And when you think about it, like how many people are actually in it, it's kind of small. Um, and so I also just know, like, I'm going to a music school, so there's more chance of finding people who play Irish music, but um, I'm just worried that there's not going to be people who really love playing Irish music, and I'm sure that we will, you know, like, there will be people asking for me to teach them a tune, or someone who's like, oh my gosh, let me teach you a tune, or, um, oh, like, I play Scottish music, do you want me to show you this, or different things, and, like, I'm so excited about that, um, and, like, yeah, I'm excited to broaden my horizon, and um, I'm going to be in the jazz ensemble in school, so I'm excited for things like that, but um, it's definitely going to be different, and, I also I'm I've been spoiled my whole life in Chicago with so many sessions there's literally like a session every day um and just so many people who play Irish music in Chicago so Seattle definitely has it as well but the scene is a little smaller than Chicago so um but I think what you said about word of mouth, like that's definitely true. And once you find the sessions um, that you like and everything, then you're kind of set and that can be really fun. And um, that's funny you mentioned like about hiding fiddle because I've seen you post like on Instagram, you know, like like even like videos of us playing fiddle and I've seen people comment like, wait, you played fiddle? <laughs> And I just, it's so funny to me because that is like that. I mean, now um, it's different, but like when I first met you, that was the core thing I knew about you, that you play Irish fiddle. And I, you know, like when I think about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, like you're kind of leading a double life because like <laughs> the people in the Irish community don't even know that you play bass. Like now they kind of do more. And especially if they're on Instagram, I feel like they do. But like, at the beginning when I, like a lot of people didn't know that you played bass and we're all like, wait, wait, what? But I really admire that now you're like kind of bringing those two lives together and you're both like, you're, you're playing both instruments um, a lot and recording yourself and posting it um, on Instagram and other social media types. And just like, I love to see it both because you are so amazing at both. And there's no way that there's a lack of dedication because like you can see it and you can hear it through your playing for both instruments. And I love listening to your bass playing and fiddle playing. Well, thank you. So I guess you could say that I'm having a Hannah Montana moment. Yeah, <laughs> that's you. <laughs> um, Hannah Montana, who? I was. What was I gonna say? Oh God, this is it's happening again. Um, it always it has oh, happened. I remember at least. You, you were just talking about like blending and like you were saying like you were gonna broaden your horizons, and I think that's like really exciting because I mean I think it's really cool when like all these styles like start to blend and like you get 
like first of all like even just listening to different players in Irish music like brings you like a different style and different perspectives and helps you like create your own sound but imagine like what that's going to happen when you're playing like jazz and like classical and Irish and all these different types of music on the fiddle like you're going to have like such a unique sound like not that you don't already do but like even more so once you you know finish your four years of undergrad like that's going to be really exciting to see um but yeah um and the other thing I was going to and Evelyn just to like on a tangent because I just went to Chicago I just played with Evelyn for like the first time in like almost two was it over two years no because we played together in November um true like but for the first time in like many many months like where we got to like sit near each other and like play tunes like Evelyn and I had a whirlwind day because we had a lot of plans um for like multiple days I was there for five days but everything just kind of happened on the last day so we overcompensated by the fact that we didn't see each other for the four first four days by getting up at seven playing two hours worth of tunes in the park then Evelyn went to one of her 16 jobs then <laughs> we got food and then we went to a session and then we went to another session and then we went to another session I'm kidding about the third session we only <laughs> went to two but I just thought it was funny that like it was literally back to back so um but we love the culture of Chicago. Oh, just this is just an ad because I'm a new Chicago stan. So if you have the ability to go to Chicago, you should do it because it's just great. Um, Thank you. This is what I'm saying. Everyone who plays music should come to Chicago all the time, including you. And you should move here. Just I feel saying. like I just felt like one of those like pure Michigan ads that's like convincing you to like move to Michigan by like showing like pretty pictures of the re- reflective. Rain. <laughs> I promise it's not boring. <laughs> it's not bad. Uh, but back to the whole college thing, like um, another thing um, that comes to mind is like um, how to f- find time for it, and like because um, like college students are really busy. Um, and it definitely takes a while to like learn how to balance that but if you really care about something you will find time for it Um, and you know sometimes like you have to put something to the wayside for like a little bit because you have something else that you need to focus on which is totally fine Um, but like you always know that you're going to come back to it and it's always there when you need it like for me like there are days when I will you know go to school practice base for however long and do my classwork and do my homework and then come home and like play every day like that'll be like a constant thing but other times I'm more busy I need or I need to have some more social time with friends or things like that and I only play fiddle sometimes it's like sometimes I would like sometimes I would call it like fiddle therapy because like I would have like a little bit of like a rough day or something and then I'd come home and I'd be like okay I'm gonna just play and I'm gonna forget everything it was like like a little remedy you know um but you know everyone like has everyone balances it differently and um hopefully like this next year now that like thankfully COVID is shaping up a little bit in America I'll be able to like go out to sessions and like you know kind of learn about the community in Cleveland a little bit more because I haven't so far and I'm this is going to be my last year so I need to like hurry up and figure that out but um yeah like what do you think about like creating a balance like what do you like preparing for as you go into college like are you what are you thinking about well that's funny that you mentioned that you just reminded me of something you said to me in the car when you were in Chicago um 
which by the way, when Holly said we got up at 7am and went to the park just to play, like she wasn't kidding. You literally, you said, I, and you stayed up so late the night before. And you said, you were like, I'll be there to pick you up at 7am. And I was like, okay, like she might like, you know, that's not going to happen. It did. She was like 7am. I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) But it was the best time. I love playing with you. Um, I would get up at 7am any day to do that. So um, it was amazing. But when we were driving back in the car from that, I remember you saying like, it's all about balance, which seems like, you know, obviously, but you said something that I think is really important which doesn't seem important, but is in the long run. And you said like, sometimes, even if you can just play for five minutes, even if you don't feel like you're making a whole bunch of progress or something, sometimes it doesn't have to feel like progress, but just like keeping something going. And I like the thought of that, of like, okay, I have five minutes today or like I have 10 minutes today. And if one day you have three hours then you're right, but you can definitely make it work where like you just have a little bit of time and you just play some tunes and I've definitely done something like fiddle therapy myself before. (laughs) Um, But yeah, even if you can just do it for a little bit every day, every other day, once a week, however often you can, it really helps. And I think people don't realize that until they take like a huge break and then they come back and they're like, Oh shoot. I wish I was like, at least like, keeping up with this a little bit more, but on a similar note, the funny thing is that I've heard people who like, they've just like, they were always good players, but then something happened and I didn't see them for a few months or something. And then I hear them and I'm like, Oh my God, they just like blossomed into this amazing player. And it was funny because I remember asking my friend once, like, I was like, what did you do? Like what? And she was like, I didn't play for two months. And I was like, oh, so sometimes that can be good. But I think, you know, like most of the time it's best to like at least keep it in your back pocket. And I would say um, I've kind of had to work on that a lot this summer and throughout my life, especially in the last couple of years of high school, like the past couple of years for me have been really busy and it just seems to get busier. So I've had to work on like time management and doing things efficiently and making time for things that I love and want to do and have to do um, and saying no to certain things, um, you know, but I would say like my goal, I really like making plans. I really like writing things out. So like, like for the week or for the day, or I'll just like manage my time where I'll put aside like an hour or a certain amount of time. It could literally be five minutes to five hours, you know, where I'm like, okay, this is my time to do this. And then I'll use that to play Irish music or, you know, go on a walk or hang out with friends or anything like that. But Um, and like you said, sometimes you can't keep up with it, but we all know, like, we're always going to come back to it and it's always there. So that's something that's always nice to think about. Yeah, I definitely, um, the one thing that I remembered that, um, really made me like, this sounds so dumb, but like one thing I did when I was at home and I had space in my 
room to do this is I just kept my fiddle out like all the time. Like it was never packed up. And then I was like always so much more tempted to just do like, just to grab it for a second. Cause then I knew I wasn't gonna pack it up. I was just gonna throw it back on the table, not literally throw it, but you know, place it gently down back on the table where I picked it up. And like, that was really cool. So that was like, I don't know, that's like a general practice tip. But like, if you have a space to do that wherever you are, then that's great because then you'll just be so tempted to always pick it up. Um, but yeah, that's, it's really great to like hear about you like scheduling and like finding time for things. And like, like you said, we're always gonna come back to it. Like that's always been my philosophy. Like no matter what my career is or whatever I end up doing, like music will always be there. Like fiddling and playing bass will always be there. Like one thing's gonna be my career, but like one thing's gonna be my hobby and it's never gonna go away. And like, that's just the way it's gonna be. So um, that's really cool. Should we like talk about um, finding your people a little bit more, um, and yes, find, like yeah. who, who you're like playing with. I think it can be really cool to think about like, you know, I grew up in a place where we, at the time we did have like a really robust, like music school in Atlanta. And there were lots of kids in it, a lot of people my age, and they were mostly fiddle players, but like what's new, all my friends are fiddle players. Um, but I had a lot of friends from that, you know, and some of those people still play and um, and we keep in touch and some of those people don't play, but we still keep in touch and some of them still play and I don't talk to them and some of them play, some of them don't play and I don't talk to them. You know, it's just kind of like, we all ended up in different places with different goals and like, that's totally cool. Um, but it's really cool to think about how like some of my closest friends have come about from like other places um, and just like, and people who have lasted in my life for like years because of like the one time we went to camp together. Like I have this one friend who I met the first year I went to Swannanoa when I was like 12 or 13. Um, and we'll talk about camps a little bit in this episode later, but one person I met and she didn't really, she, um, you know, Swannanoa was really close to her home. So she was able to just commute. So she went to all the different camps because she could, like she was a fiddle player and Irish wasn't her first thing. Um, but she was able to go to all these weeks because it's much cheaper if you're not going, like staying on campus. So um, she was able to like experience all these things and ex be exposed to um, all this music. Um, and so, and that helped her create her own style. She actually has her own EP out now on um, Bandcamp. Her name's Madeline Deeroff. So you can, um, look up her EP on Bandcamp and um, check it out because it's really awesome and she even sings on it so that's really cool shout out to Madeline um, but like that's someone I will always like really look forward to playing with even though I haven't seen her in like probably five years or we haven't played together in five years and I haven't seen her in like three or so um, but like that's like one way that you can that like those friendships last. And like, we just like randomly met at the FA and like now we really enjoy playing together and we sound really like similar to each other because we know how each other play. And like, that's really weird how these random people come up into your life and that you, and like even just playing with somebody once at a session can be like, oh my God, I wanna play with them all the time, you know? Um, and it can be really interesting. But yeah, like I said, I just, I guess just like being open and like wherever you are, if you have your fiddle, like trying to find those people and make connections is like the best way to do it. 
yes, I completely hear you. I agree with everything. Like, and I, I'm thinking now about like, what actually makes me like playing with people. And I'm thinking about like, who I really enjoy playing with. And so many people come to mind. And I realized one of the qualities that's my favorite um, thing to notice when I'm playing with someone is that they're listening. And like, we're like jumping off each other in what variations we're doing, dynamic sound. Like there is like, I feel like when you're in the moment and you're improvising variations and, you know, you're deciding on the spot, what tunes you're playing, what, um, like how you're going to sound and what sets you're playing and how many times you're going to play through the tune, you know, because if you only play it through a couple times, you might keep it more simple, but if like, sometimes you get really into it, right? Like I'm sure we've, we've both experienced this. We've both been in a session together where this has happened where like, you get so into it that like, you know, maybe some people think you're ending the tune, but you just keep going and going and going. And sometimes that like the best variations come out of that because like you're going so many times that you kind of have to come up with something new. And, um, and so when you're doing that next to someone and you're able to listen to them and be like, Oh my gosh, they're doing a short roll there. And Oh my gosh, they do this cool thing like where they slide their finger there and oh my gosh I want to try doing that and then you do that and then they like they're you know bouncing off things on you and like it's just there's something magical about that and that makes me think of something that I heard when I was playing with you literally my favorite thing that you do um but it's like a slide and I noticed it especially in this one slip jig that you did every time and I loved it and it made it sound like different than anyone I had ever heard play this slip jig if I could remember the name I would say it but um but I loved it and like I remember like telling you I was like what were you doing and now like I I love doing it It doesn't sound the same as when you do it but (laughs) um yeah I would just say like there's a lot of people like personality like plays a lot into it too. Like if I get along with someone, then I'm going to have more fun playing with them. But it's like even more amazing when you sound good together and you bounce things off each other. Totally. And thanks for the compliment. I don't even like y'all was pointing out that thing that I do, but I was like, I don't know about, I don't know what y'all talking about. (laughs) I don't know how I'm doing that. I just do it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I love that as the part that you mentioned about like the tune ending and then it keep going. Like there have been so many moments where like the <laughs> this sounds so like people are gonna be like this is so Gen Z that for you to say, but the vibes are so great that you just can't stop. You know, like you can't play like usually like when you go to a session. Like I mean, I think most of the people who might listen to this have obviously been to a session, but if you haven't, um, like you know, sets are like usually three tunes, two on the short side. You never really play a tune by itself. Like that's super lame, don't do that. Um, But like, sometimes you'll get to four, but like, I would say like four and above is like where it's like kind of crazy. So if you're playing like nine tunes in a row, like what, like that's really crazy. And so like, and like, you just love to see it keep going. And like one of my other favorite things, um, like when you're playing with people, this is just like, this is kind of, I'm just like, 
talking about why sessions are great, but like when people play tunes over and over again, like there's times where you don't really know the tune, but like you can kind of get the idea. Something that I'm literally always doing when I don't really know the tune, I'll just be staring at somebody's fingers, trying to match their movements. Cause eventually like it'll piece together. So I think like Evelyn probably notices, like I'll be sitting in a session and like staring at her fingers or like staring at like Katie Grennan's fingers or like whoever is like nearest, nearest by, I'll just be like, staring at their fingers trying to figure out the way it goes and I just think that's really funny but um on another note like when you're meeting these new people and trying to like make music friends and whatever like the great thing is that um the first talking point is music so like you already have that like instant connection of being a musician like there's already something to talk about there and like everyone's um experience is different and their um you know what they know is different they have a different repertoire of tunes and like things like that so there's always something to like talk about and go off of there so like just use that to your advantage like that's really gonna allow you to meet people and like I think that's really awesome um but yeah and like we're so lucky just to I've said this like two times already but like we're just so lucky that we've all like we both had the vaccine and like we're able to like go do this like I would have never imagined like within a year like or a year and a half like I would be at a session like already and like not have to like be stressed and like worried that I was gonna like get COVID or anything like that. Like, and that we're like so much more fortunate than a lot of places. And I'm like really grateful for that. Um, but it's just been a great couple of months cause we're able to like, I'm able to go teach my students in real life in person and like not have to be out in like the Cleveland heat when, or have to like worry about if it rains, like have to do zoom last minute because it rains like teaching a five-year-old and an 11 year old or and like even adult students like like that's just it's never great over zoom like so we're just really lucky about that um but maybe we can talk a little bit about like the opportunities we've had in the pandemic versus like how it's going to be this year and like the way that we have experienced some things in the pandemic which we're gonna like we're gonna have the experience of doing it in real life this year like that's just really exciting um, so one thing that this is like a little bit of a shameless plug, but like not really, um, something that me and Evelyn did last year and me and a couple other people did was we recorded a video for Irish Fest Atlanta, um, and it's still on YouTube and you can watch it. And like, we put together a whole like 30 minute concert as a lot of people did as like volunteer to like support our, you know, community at home, um, and we like, you know, Killian Valley, like um, did a concert and there's a lot of other people from Atlanta um, in the community who made them and it was like a really enriching um, you know weekend of tunes that were on the schedule and you know um, people were making recipes of like soda bread recipe videos and like really um, kind of creating like this online culture but this year like me and Evelyn are going to be able to go and play in person for the same event which is going to be like there's like a like it's kind of cool that we got to experience both sides of it like our first time like playing like a solo gig at like the festival I grew up going to and now I get to go in person to do it um and like give a performance which is going to be really fun um and I'm super excited for that and there's going to be lots of teaching and workshops so um definitely check it out it's a great time it's going to be outdoors which is great they're going to try and keep it really safe um and it's just going to be great um but like Evelyn what are some like experiences that you had during COVID that you're excited to like experience again, being around people and 
things like that yeah well first I just want to say like the Irish fest last year with you that was so fun and it was also pretty funny because I my parents um wanted to go on a vacation we were like at the Grand Canyon at the time when I was recording and I remember having a lesson like literally outside the like cabin like in the forest (laughs) for that and like preparing and I just like remember thinking like this would never have happened this way and I could like if you asked me to play with you in person I wouldn't have been able to do it so obviously like we all wish the pandemic didn't happen but you got to find some silver linings. So that was cool that it still got to happen. And I'm even more excited that we get to do it in person now. Um, but I think like there, yeah, there's so many things that I'm looking forward to in person this year that I didn't think could even happen, you know, like gigs, going to school in person and everything in between. It's so exciting and it feels so surreal to be at a session and to sit with other people like close to them and play music with them. And everyone seems like, like, I don't know. I don't know if you've found this to be the same for you, but like every session I've gone to so far, most of the people have kind of been like, oh my gosh, like I haven't played for so long. Or like, I forgot how to, like, this is like so weird to be back here. And I totally get that. Like it's, it's, it just feels surreal, but it's also just like everyone at the same time is like, it's so good. Like it feels better than ever. And I think we're not going to take that for granted again. Um, There's so many things like that, that came to life because of the pandemic. And like this podcast, we had the idea. I don't know if it would have happened if it weren't for the pandemic. Like, and we, like, we probably wouldn't have thought of like, oh yeah, we can just zoom every month and record, you know, our podcast and then post it like no big deal, even though we're in different States and everything. Like there's so many things that happen like because of the pandemic or like we had the idea because of the pandemic. And I just think that's really cool. Um, I remember having, oh my gosh, a gig outside last winter. Um, and it was outside because people were trying to be like safe for COVID and everything. And that was winter. So that was like, it was kind of crazy to even do that. Whereas now like it feels more normal um, and like not as scary to go outside and play with people. Right. But at the time it was like, whoa, like this hadn't happened for months. Right. Um And it was so, it was good that it was outside because it was safer and everything. But I remember like freezing my fingers off and we're all like, this sucks just a little bit. (laughs) Um, But like we make it happen. And in, you know, last summer um, there were, there was a group of people that I really enjoyed playing with that would have sessions every week. And, you know, people would bring like tea or drinks and stuff like that. And it was so nice to like sit outside. We were socially distanced with masks on and everything. And like still to have that happen. And it was like a smaller session, which um, sometimes a big session is like what you need. And it's really fun. And another times it's really nice to have that like small intimate session where you can play more odd tunes and you can like you know, you can just kind of 
get deeper into things. Um, but yeah, there's so many things like also just putting, um, putting videos together. Like me and you have made so many videos and edited them together. Like, would we have done that if the pandemic didn't happen? Like, would we have thought of that? No. Like Holly's shaking her head. We're both like, no. (laughs) Um, and like for auditioning for school, um, I, I, everything was virtual and like there was one thing that was live, but the rest of it was pre-recorded videos, which never would have happened before. And obviously there's pros and cons to that, but there's obviously a lot of things that have come out of like, you know, the opportunity of having to get, you know, better at technology and learn how to edit videos together and do things like this. So I'm just glad that you know, I'm happy about the opportunities that have come from it. Yeah, I definitely think um, it's been great to see like the virtual things come up. And like, for example, like one thing that like that things that are coming up that are virtual, I think there's like there's online summer camps happening, like Swananoa gatherings online, Mad Week. I think that stands for music, music, arts and dance week is online. There's other like online camps that are going on. People are still hosting like virtual sessions and um, things like that, even though some people are slowing those down because things are becoming more normal. But like, I think it would be really great to see some of those things continue to happen because it just makes this art form more accessible for people who don't have it near them. Because there's a lot of people who don't have a community where they are or they don't, like they're, you know, far away from a city where there might be one um, and they don't have those opportunities and this just makes it um, available to them to, you know, test the waters and see, you know, maybe I do make the trek out from, you know, this faraway city and whatever state they're in to go to a session once a month. Maybe I do like do that three hour drive and really enjoy myself and um, try to find someone to stay with in that city for the night so I can go to a session and see my friends and play lots of tunes. So I feel like it would be really great to see those things continuing. Um, One thing that's also coming up, if you are interested, anyone who's listening is the Flaw Fest, which usually every um, year the Flaw in Ireland is held um, in a different city, in a different county. Um, and, you know, people flock to it. It's like a national like event for them. And there's like hundreds of thousands of people who go to it. And it's really, really hustling and bustling. But this year um, they're doing like a um, hybrid version of it. So the people who qualified um, in the 2019, like, flaws from their respective places um they're able to um enter the competitions for this year and so there's going to be like some people playing live some people playing virtually and so this is kind of replacing like that big event that we're all like really looking forward to every august which is going to be really cool and because of that people have submitted videos as features um and there's lots of music i think those videos are already being posted and and then the second week of august this competition happens so and it would really be great to see these competitions become hybrid every year because i mean regardless people if people are having to be called upon to play they qualify all fairly in their place that's nearby and close and it's i mean obviously it's much cheaper for someone who lives in you know cleveland first per, per se to go to Chicago to complete compete in the Midwest flaw, but it's a little bit ch- more challenging for, and it can um, be harder and more expensive for someone to get fr- to Cleveland from Cleveland to Ireland, obviously. So if these things stay hybrid, um, 
then, you know, it would be really cool to see those people who might not ever go to the FLA because they don't have the opportunity um, and the funds or the ability to, you know, leave family or um, have someone to go with them if they're young or whatever, if they have the ability to go and enjoy um, competing or just being immersed in the opportunity because it becomes hybrid and accessible. So I would think it would be really cool to see those things kind of stick around. I definitely think that the pandemic and what we, the adaptations and innovations we've had to um, create for them um, has really changed the game. And I think that those things are definitely not going away. Um, they might be, you know, slowed down or lessened, um, but I don't think they should go away if they do. Um, but I guess only time will tell as to what happens with that. Yeah, that's very true. I think the only like way we can find out what happens is just waiting it out. Like that's what we've done this whole time. But um, you, I, you mentioned something about like, you know, how, now it's so much more accessible. And that goes into like exactly what we were saying earlier about um, finding time in college to play music and everything. Like sometimes you're in college, you're in a completely different city, you know, like there's no way you could have gone to a session, but now with these virtual sessions, which I, yeah, you're definitely right. Some of them are slowing down now, but like, I think it was nice for people um, like they could just, you know, go hop on and they could also leave whenever they needed, you know, um, and you didn't have to drive there. So it took so much less time and just everything like that. Um, and I also thought of one more thing about the pandemic that I'm just grateful for um, is that like when this first started, I was got the feeling of like, yes, I can finally do all the things that I've been wanting to do that I've pushed on the back burner and haven't done like literally for years. There were things in my head, like floating around that I was like, I want to do this, but there was never just like time. And then suddenly I was like, wow, I have all this time. I'm going to do all these things. And it felt so good. And, you know, like one of the things was learning all the tunes that I had recorded at sessions and told myself I would learn and never really did. And I started like actually learning those. And I'm sure if you're listening, you've probably heard me and Holly talk about our set a day before, but that's one thing we did last year where we learned to set every single day. Um, but yeah, I think we talked about a lot of what we wanted to today. Was there anything else? I don't you I don't, have on your mind Holly I don't think so I think that like we kind of went through a lot of it and obviously like something I'd want to do um or something I'd be interested in doing for like maybe one of our next episodes is like if you think about it like you're freshly graduated from high school again congrats Cornish yay and I'm like almost done with college like I have one more whole year but like it will be interesting to hear from someone who um is like at a different place in their life like someone who's older and had to like move around for their careers and maybe has had to move states multiple times but still you know holds um you know music to like high importance in their life you know um it can be a, it's a different experience I definitely think from someone um going in school like who's in school because if you think about it like we've had like 13 or however many years or 
um, where we're like in school with people and like, not that that makes you make friends, but like, it definitely gives you something to bond over. Like, oh, we both go to this high school. We both go to this college. Like that's at least the first starting talking point. But like, when you're like alone, you move to a new city, you just have your belongings, your instrument, your car, you know, and you, and you have your new job. Like, I wonder what that's like. How is it, what's it like, um, you know, finding your people and finding your music when you're like an adult adult, you know, like 30 or like whatever, who's not doing music for their job or is, but has to move around. Like that would be really interesting um, to hear about. So it's, it'll, it's just, um, I think what we talked about here is like our advice as like young people, but it'll be interesting to hear about, you know, those um, people who are older, um, who are navigating the same, same um, avenues we are. So that's the only other thought that I have. Um, but of course, people make it work. And it's great to see all these people like I just love seeing on videos that are posted around or just hearing about it through friends that they're you know doing these retreats with their friends or they're going to go visit their friends and they're just going to play tunes I just think that's so exciting and it's like going to be cool to you know watch those as we grow older to see those like friendships and musical relationships grow he <laughs> like plants um <laughs> and, uh it'll just be it'll be cool and so I'm excited to keep working on the advice that we've you know just talked about and continue this journey so hopefully if you're listening and you're a young person who's you know in middle school or high school and you're or in college and you're or whatever age and you can apply any of the advice that we talked about or things that we were talking about like I just hope that this has helped you in some way and you got to hear a little bit about our journey and our feelings as college students and high school students finding our way and um, finding our people and making the best of our situations. I hope that this has inspired you to do the same um, and um, find your music and find your people in your own life. So thanks for listening. And Evelyn, any other thoughts? No, um, I think you summed it up perfectly. And I completely, yeah, I'm really excited to talk about what you mentioned. I think that's definitely something we need to talk about. And I hope you guys enjoyed listening. This has been For No Reason Podcast.